What's up, y'all? <clears throat> Hopefully you can hear me. <laughs> it's a man. <clears throat> Jesus. All right. Let's try that again. <laughs> it's a man, Ernest, with You Love Ernest, back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. Sorry I was all up in y'all year like that, but uh, I mean, I had to clear my throat. Anyways, I'm here back with another episode. Um, this past Monday, no episode. I, I I didn't mean to record and have an episode up. Actually, um, had the topics and everything. Like it wasn't like it was, like I know it was a holiday, President's Day. Those who want to call it, I've seen some people call it War Criminal Day. I call it Inadequate Leaders Day. However you want to call it, it, it was that day. And I am planned on uploading that day. In fact, I remember talking about uh, prior to that day, a couple days to that, I was on Twitter saying I'm going to talk about so-and-so on, and I put it as Inadequate Leaders Day. I was talking about President's Day, right? Um, But that never happened. Ended up uh, not feeling so well last weekend. Um, Still getting over, you know, the slight, uh, cold, um, or whatever it was, (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing, but but I'm still kind of getting over that. Um, but I'm much better now than I was a couple of days ago. Um, so yeah, there's that aspect. So I'm here now only have two topics this episode. Not going to force myself to talk about three things. Um, And yeah, I can't talk about the topics I was going to talk about had I actually recorded and uploaded Monday, uh, or at least last Monday, but I kind of don't want to anymore. So yeah, maybe if someone wants my views on, you know, the Chris Brown calling out other abusers in Hollywood and whatever the case is. I might just make that a YouTube video. Who knows? Um, but this first topic here, um, I wanted to talk about, I, I should have had this video booted up um, when I saw it, um, but pretty much I was on Twitter doing what I do when I'm on there, and I saw this video of this white woman who pretty much... She has an infant child, a baby, like literally this is a baby and she already, she already identified the child as a transgender child. Now, if I am remembering correctly, this is a child that is a boy or assigned boy at birth, right? Now this child cannot speak. This child did not say to um, their mother that, you know, I identify as this, or I feel this way. This is, again, this is a, this is a baby, right? That cannot speak, or at least, at least cannot speak English yet, right? In a language that, you know, that adults can understand, you know? Um, so I saw the video and she's explaining how her, her child is transgendered and how she's going to support that child and this, that, and the third. And again, that's 
one, that's not a choice parents can make. That is not a choice that a parent can make simply because they want to look woke simply because they're, they want to somehow be associated with something or someone who can go through adversity in life, some type of oppression or adversity, just so they can say, I know how it feels to be oppressed. I know how it feels to go through adversity. I know how it feels to, you know, go through hardships or whatever because of bigotry. Because my child is, you know, a lot of stuff that white folks do. I, I like I said, I call it the I called it the uh, oppression Olympics. When you had white folks who, um, I mentioned this years ago in a podcast, is white folks who don't really have life in in the shortest and simplest terms. I can explain what the old Persian Olympics is. It's people who actually do have some type of of hardship going for themselves, whether it be uh, something like you know a handicap, like a like a physical handicap or a mental handicap. Or it could be something like systematic racism or some other issue or whatever, right? Um, there are people who try to make it seem as though my issue is worse or I have it worse or I also, I too have it bad and, and all this other stuff that compete in this oppression Olympics. But you also have people, often white folks, who are well off and stuff, but you also have those folks who don't really have it as hard as people actually have it. And yet they pretend to do or they latch on to somebody who does simply because to them, their life is so boring without the drama, the added drama. And it's stupid. I know. I know someone's going to be like, why would anybody want why would anybody sane want these issues? Yeah, that's a great question. But I don't think these people are sane. All right? Outer appearances can be deceiving. And they may look insane on the outside, but on the inside, clearly there's something not right about these individuals, or at least not all of them. So anyways, they do this because they want to spice up life. They want to feel like they are in the in crowd, right? A lot of these people do do it as well, not because they just, they, it's a spice of life type thing. It's people want to feel like they are relatable, right? Um, so if they, if, if people are around them, let's just say the people they go to work with, they go to school, they may be uh, in their neighborhood or so they, they frequent at the corner, uh, not corner store, but grocery store, or whatever the case is right within their community. But they see these people going through these things and they themselves don't necessarily identify with any of the problems that the people around them are identifying with or just having issues in general, it don't even have to be the same issue. It can simply just be having an issue, right? An obstacle, right? Of some sort. 
you will have these people instead of looking at that and saying, wow, God has really blessed me with a lot to the point where I don't necessarily have the issues that so-and-so is having, or I don't go through these things or whatever the case is, or I'm uh, even if they're like, they don't believe in God, they can simply just say, I've been lucky. They don't even have to say I've been blessed. They can just simply just say, I've been lucky in life to not have to deal with these situations. No, they don't say that. They don't say that I'm blessed. They don't say I'm lucky. They say, I have to now insert myself into, there must be something wrong with me because there's nothing wrong with me. It's this weird mentality. It's this weird mindset that that people have. And I see right through it. I know that's the case for, again, some folks who do this. It's how, like, you have to be a human being means you have to have some type of hardship. You know, to be valued or to be whatever, you have to go through some BS, right? You have to go through some stuff. And I'm here to tell you right now as a black man who doesn't have to make up the issues that I have to deal with as a black man. I'm here to tell you right now, your nice, easy, lily, white life or your nice, easy going life is nothing you should be ashamed about. Now, I'm not saying people who don't have it easy should be ashamed of that because nobody, unless you out here just, just being the worst individual ever, nobody should be ashamed of their life, whether it's a hard one or not so hard one and not hard at all. Right? Because at the end of the day, whether it's hard, not so hard, or, 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 or easy, we still have to live those that live that life. And if it's a hard one, do what you can to not make it hard. If it's not so hard, do what you can to make it not so hard. If it's easy, you still have to put in work to maintain that easy life. For the most part, for those who don't have it as much. Uh, now, there are people who could just, there are the top 1% <laughs> who could just sit around and not do anything and, and all that. But for everyone who's not of that, the 99%, even if you're of the maybe the the high tier 99%, you still have to do, there are, there are things you still have to do in order for you to maintain that ease of living anyways. So it's not necessarily a sit on my tail all day and 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 just reap the rewards that are coming to me. There's still work you have to do. The only difference between you and someone else who has to put in the work is there are obstacles in the way and there's hardships in the way for them to even sniff your lifestyle. But there's still work that needs to be done on both ends. So that was kind of the wild tangent as to why people do what they do. But I wanted, that's not the discussion that I wanted to talk about in this, this topic here. I wanted to talk about what this lady was doing, essentially, that I don't see people talk about at all. And it's a side of fetishizing and transgenderism that I don't see uh, discussed a lot. So I'm going to talk about it here. Now, the side that we often see and we often know 
when we talk about the fetishization of transgendered people is when you have it's typically done with trans uh, women being fetishized by lustful men. Um, like I said, typically, but I've seen women lust over trans women as well. Um, especially when there, I've seen a situation a couple of years ago, actually, this is when around my, this is years, years, years ago, not even a couple, but this is a decade ago. So like around my freshman year of college, when I was first getting into college, I seen a situation where there were, uh, there was a woman who pretty much fetishized transgendered women, but in a sense that she liked seeing men who were unaware of transgender, like she had a transgendered woman friend, right? And she liked to see men and this friend pretty much have sexual encounters with one another, but she really got off on the fact that the men presumably had no idea that this the 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 person that they were having sex with was a transgendered woman, right? Um, she got off off of that. To me, that's fetishization. You know, that's to me. It's you can say it's a it, it's it's a kink. You know, there's a I'll 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 probably do an episode about that in the future if I don't write about it, but I feel like there's a fine line between what people call kinks and what others call fetishizations or fetishes, right? Um, But that's the obvious, you know, there are situations like that. And then there's the obvious when you see men who obviously fetishize the heck out of trans women um, in, in general, right? There's the obvious stuff that I don't, need or I don't feel the need to go over in this episode here maybe in the future if that's someone if someone wants me to go more in depth about that but at the same time it's all you talk to a transgendered woman especially she will tell you what it's like like it's better to hear from the actual source than someone who's just simply been a witness of the situation or somebody who somebody who is going to tell you what I've been told by transgender women themselves. So might as well go to the source like I did to get my information on all of that. Anyways, the other side of it is what you have here, what this mother is doing. She sees a movement, right? Or she sees that it is becoming more socially acceptable, right? For transgenderism in general is becoming more socially acceptable. Instead of her simply just saying that's a great thing for society, she says, how can I insert myself within this movement so I can look, again, so I can look like I'm I'm, I'm a woke person how how so i can look good essentially that's what i mean by woke and all that other stuff i know people are like woke is the new n-word and i got my own opinion about that i'll probably discuss in a future episode or whatever the case is right but it's really how can i look good how can i look good 
with my mediocre white self, right? So now she she says something like she's raising a transgender t- child. Again, this is a baby who hasn't who doesn't even know what transgenderism is yet probably doesn't even understand the concept of gender in general, right? Unless this is some super genius baby, which highly doubt it, right? Got an idiot mom, it'd be a miracle if you got a super genius, if you're a super genius baby. I'm not saying there's a lot of dumb parents out there that give birth to pretty intelligent people, you know? Um, But this baby's mom, (laughs) A damn idiot. I'm just going to say it. And it's fetishization of transgender folks, and no one is, is talking about it. It's a side of fetishization that nobody is talking about, um, simply because it's not... It's not sexual, I guess. It's also because this is the only video that I've seen of a parent do that. Now, the the irony is, as I'm re- recording this episode and talking about this topic here, um, Zaya Wade, the daughter of Dwayne Wade and uh, stepdaughter of Gabriel, Gabriel Union, just legally got their sex and name changed, Right. I can tell you right now, when I talked about this, what I'm talking about this topic here, it had zero to do with Zaya and uh, Zaya and what's going on with that situation over there. Uh, I saw the video literally days before I heard about the news about uh, Zaya Way. I heard about the Zaya Way situation um Yesterday, actually. Yesterday, as in the day I'm recording this, right? Um, Which happened to be the 25th. So I saw, I heard, well, I heard about the Zaya situation on on 25th. I saw the video on, on President's Day, on War Criminal Day, on Inadequate Leaders Day. On that day, that's when I saw the video. So again, days even before all of that, I saw the video of what's going on, uh, of what this white woman was saying and doing and all that stuff. I had no idea what went on with Zaya and Dwayne Wade and all that other stuff. Um, my quick two cents about that, or just my quick thoughts about that, is the same as what I said the first time. That is not my child, and it's not my business. Now, at the same time, someone can say, well, you're talking about somebody else's child in this situation, and that is also not your business. And the only reason why I'm talking about this, uh, uh, one, there's there's the difference is you're talking about a baby versus a 14-year-old who expressed at 12 years old that they feel like they were born in the in a different body. We're talking about a baby who was who's probably a newborn at that. I believe this baby is only about like a couple months years old or so, right? Not 12, not 14. When I say baby, I mean actual baby, not an adolescent, not a little teenage person. 
an actual baby who can't speak and formulate sentences and speak for themselves. The mother decided that they want to raise the child to be transgendered. And once the child gets old enough that she is going to transition her child without the child's say. That's a difference between Isaiah Wade saying at 12 years old, once again, hey, I feel this way. I want to express myself this way. And I want my name to be this way. There, That's the difference. Now, whether you, I personally believe Zaya at that age is old enough to make that decision, yeah, I'm going to be like, I still personally, I would be like, I'd still want you to wait until you're 18, till you're of age to understand, to know this is what you really want. But again, if Zaya at 12 was like, I'm, this is who I want to be, and then two years later, it is now at living that life. Yeah, I can't, not my child, not my teenage child, not my business. But I will speak up for a child who might not even want me to speak up for them, but who can't speak in general. I will call out a parent who is fetishizing their uh, uh, transgenderism and putting it on their child for no reason other than other than other events who make themselves look good. And yeah, it's just one video. I know people gonna be it's one video, it's not a craze, and blah blah blah. That's how all these things start though. It all all these things always start with it's just one video. Someone says it's not a big deal. It's just one video, right? One, it's just the one video that I saw. I don't pay attention to spaces like that. The reason why I saw it on Twitter, you're liable to see anything on Twitter. Hey, let's keep it real. You're liable to see anything on Twitter, even if you do not follow whatever that thing is. You're liable to see a beheading on Twitter. You don't even follow beheading pages. Or anything heinous, uh, anything crazy like that you're still liable to see it because people you follow might be crazy enough to follow that stuff or might be crazy enough to repost that stuff you're liable to see it so with all that being said again it's 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 just one video it's just yeah sure it's just one video it's just one video that I thought was alarming enough for me to want to talk about it here. It's just one video because this concept that now you have people choosing, I thought it, it, this told, and this also goes against this idea of my body, my choice. It goes against the idea of having people to choose, uh, people to, to, to choose what gender they want. This, again, this child did not say to their mom, I want to live the life of a transgendered individual, right? Or I want to live the life of a girl because, again, I believe this is a boy, right? And the reason why, one of the reasons why she said she believes her child is transgendered and therefore going to raise the child to be transgendered is because the boy doesn't seem to gravitate towards sports. So the child must be a girl because the child doesn't seem to gravitate towards sports. Well, then, if that is the logic 
What do you say about the women who are in the WNBA? They're really men? <laughs> what do you say about women who play other sports? They're really men? And does that mean that the men who don't play sports or don't gravitate towards sports, are they really women? See, these are, this is the stuff that y'all say is problematic. But then when somebody who considers themselves to be woke and good says these exact same things, y'all ignore it. And now I'm not arguing that, you know, if a child is, if a boy denies sports. When I grew up, right, and I'm a big fan of sports now. But when I grew up, I wasn't the biggest fan of sports. I didn't really like the, I was a punk ass kid. I didn't like the physicality aspect about it. Now that I grew up and I'm strong enough, I can't wait to break somebody's neck. I'm just joking. But... What if my bag, thank God my parents didn't take that account, but what if they're like, oh, Ernest must be a girl because he, he he's reluctant to get out there and play sports because he's afraid he's going to get hurt. Nah, it was let him play the sport, encourage him, he's going to get hurt, but so what? Or if he doesn't want to play sports, there are other things that he can do. So I just wanted to bring that up because I just thought it was an interesting topic to bring up. But also, whether it's one video or not, it's it's something that, you know, I felt that was alarming. And like I said, it's a side of transgender fetishization that needs to be talked about. And I'm just hoping maybe somebody listening to one of the new 38 followers on Spotify. Thank you. But now I'm just wondering if anybody is going to listen. Because, you know, people always listen to my stuff. They read what I got going on. People pay attention to me and they run with my talking points and and ideas and, and make it seem as though that they they made it up. And you know what? I'm not mad at that at the end of the day because now I'm like, let me just get the message out there. Now, if you straight up bite, you straight up bite. But at this point, I just want the ideas to be out there. So I'm putting it out there. Let's talk about this side of, of fetishization when it comes to transgenderism. Let's also talk about bad parenting. Let's also talk about how people will latch on what I mentioned at the beginning of this, this topic. People will latch on to certain um, lifestyles or whatever just so they can say, I can identify with whatever issue because their life is fucking boring. I was doing so good without the cursing, man. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into a commercial break and then we'll get into the second and final topic of the podcast. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, so this next topic here, I want to share a message with my fellow black men out there. This message can apply to black women as well, uh, so don't think this is just one-sided. 
Um, but the reason why I say black men is because this is a situation that I, I've seen, um, or I'm witnessing, <laughs> uh, at work. And, um, yeah, if I can say this to, I am saying this to this black man, actually, but if I could say this, not just to this black man, but, um, any other black man listening right now, or just anybody, again, this is just me talking and saying, Hey, if anybody is willing to listen, then it, you know, I, I I've done my job, you know, if it can get someone to even think, right. I don't, when I talk about these things, right. You know, it's not to get people to see things my way. It's to simply just to get people to think or to send, and, and, and even shorter than that, it's to simply just put out a different perspective. If I do those two things, whether one or two or both, I've done my job. I've done my job for the podcast and I can lay my head down at night and say I did my job. So that message here being for the black man, and it could, again, it could be applicable to black women too. Uh, but for the black man is that job that you have, that job, they don't care about you. So since you know that, or since you're, since you, you, you have some type of, I uh, you should know that. You need to do what is best for you when it comes to that job. Now, this is not me telling him, him or or anybody for that matter to quit, right? And I know this is also a message that can be applicable to non-black men and women out there. Again, the situation that I, I'm not going to name names, but I am going to bring up this situation, right, that I'm seeing has to do with a black man working for a white business and a white man who is who also works for this business as well right um not gonna say names or whatever but this is i am talking about my job boo who the fuck who whoever hears about it right anyways there is there's a black man <laughs> and then there's a white guy and then there's my job what's going on is this man has been at my job, the black guy, right? Now I'm just going to re refer to these people as a black guy and a white guy, right? Not, not to be offensive, but to not share their names, right? So the black guy has been at this job for over a year now, I want to say. Um, he's been at my job for over a year now. Since then, he has been heralded by the people in charge as, you know, someone who is doing a great job, you know, someone who is valued at this business, right? If you ask my humble opinion, I would agree, right? So there's that aspect. It's not just, it's not just higher ups or just people in charge saying this guy is great. It's, a, it's me saying this guy is great as well, 
right? And I'm not in charge of anything, right? Even though it feels like I am. Anyways, but no, I'm not not in charge of anything at this job. So, and I still say this, this guy is doing a great job. So, yeah, there's that aspect. Couple weeks ago, right? Hasn't been a full month. It hasn't even been a full year. Couple weeks ago, in fact, when when February started. Now, granted, this is the last day, <laughs> or at least the last Sunday of February when I'm recording this. Um, but the white guy, the white guy, then joins, right? And the white guy is trained by, um, well. He's trained by me, but the white guy, the white guy and the black guy have the pretty much the same, same position. Right. But he hasn't been there longer than the white up uh, the black guy. Right. Obviously, you cannot you cannot equate a couple weeks being at a job for to a couple weeks to someone who's been at a job for a year and let's just say a year and like a month now, a year and and change, right? You can't equate those two. But this just reminds me of this, that whole stat where it says a white guy who has a high school degree sometimes makes, and if I'm not missing the numbers, I'm missing the numbers because I don't know the stat off my head, but I do know it. Uh, and just it's pretty much a white guy with a high school diploma can sometimes make more money than a college educated black man. Right. If anyone knows that stat verbatim, please share with me. In fact, I could probably look it up right now. Um, that's how uh, uh, prevalent that stat is. And this is a stat that I've been hearing for quite some time now since I was at least, you know, in my in my, in my adolescent age, that's a stat I've been hearing since like middle school, you know? Um, and I don't know how relevant that, uh, or at least I don't know how true that is today, but nonetheless, that was something that I heard in middle school. That was something I heard in high school. That was something I heard when I first started college, right? Over a decade ago. Um, so, yeah, he starts, the white guy starts, and he's already, from the same people that, that give the praises and sing the praises to the black guy, of the black guy, this white guy is already getting offers of higher roles, Again, he's only been there. He's only been at the job for a couple weeks. He also doesn't have... I I don't think he went to college. Um, I know he's high school educated. I know he served for four years in in, um, Afghanistan. Um, I don't think he went to college after he served. But the black guy is actually college educated. Not once have I heard any offers of a promotion to that brother. I could be wrong. There could be something coming up. 
but I've never heard as close as I am to that brother. You know, um, I've never heard in conversations, I've heard the praises, I've heard all this stuff. And then you hear, you hear me sing his praises as well. I haven't heard any praise that was close to a promotion, right? But the white guy, only been there a couple weeks, trained by the best, of course. So he's doing a bang up job because he was trained by the best, pat my own back. But he gets, he gets, he gets, he gets offered a promotion that he turned down because he doesn't necessarily want to stay at the job forever. In fact, he was telling me the other day, he's already planning his exit. He already has an exit plan, which is great. I don't suggest anybody, black, white, whoever, male, female, whoever. I don't suggest anybody to stay at a job they don't really want to stay at. You know, even if that job is offering them more, if they feel as though they can get more somewhere else or they be happier somewhere else or they simply just rather would be somewhere else, then do that. Right. But my issue here and my issue is not even with the other white guy. Right. Good workers are good workers. My issue, what I'm calling out here is I what I believe is a clear clear, clear example of white privilege and why I often see brothers within these businesses try to go above and beyond to get noticed or even if they do get noticed all it, all it takes is a A clean cut white guy <laughs> to come in and as good as he is, I'm not saying he's bad, but as good as he is, that's all it took was for him to be good because of yours truly. But that's all it took was for him to be as good as he is and white. And now all of a sudden, he's getting offered to either be, uh, again, to, to take on a higher role in different states, uh, to travel the job when, when, they, when they want you to do jobs in other places or whatever the case is. They, they, they will pay for your, your, your hotel expenses or put you in, a, in a, a, I guess, a rental apartment, a, a Airbnb, whatever it's called. Um, you know, they, they, they pay for all of that. Flights, stays. Obviously, you got to pay for your food and all that other stuff, but they pay for all of that. They offer this man that, and again, he's only been here a couple weeks, and I've yet to get, I, I've yet to see the black guy get that offer. Hell, I don't even get that offer. I get my praises too, by the way. This is not, the reason why I'm not, I'm not. I'm not talking about being like. I guess was it the first, third, what a uh, first person? <laughs> it's because we're talking about this situation here that I want to mainly focus on, right? Uh, not necessarily my performance, right? I ain't no damn slouch at this job, right? But 
we're not talking about my performance and and this is not, you know, this is not some well, I want the war for it. I want because um, just like the white guy, my my goals and aspirations in life is not to be with this business forever. And to be honest with you at all. Now, I like working for the job. I like working for the business. I like the job in general. Um, you know, um, but is it something I want to do for life? No. It's a job at the end of the day. And that's how I view it. But not everybody views their job as just a job. I know there are people who they go to work and they view their job as more than just a job. They also are hopeful that they can gain more than just, they can become more than just a simple, simple employee. They, they want to be someone who's of importance. You know, they want to be a higher up to some sort of, again, someone of importance. Therefore the business or the people who are uh, the, the higher ups within the business are likely to value them more and therefore give that person a bigger role so they can serve a bigger purpose in the business so they can stay longer within the business, more stability, all that other good stuff that comes with, you know, personal growth within a business, right? So I understand people who, who view jobs that way. I understand when black folks do that, right? But I think that we, as black men, should be, we got to understand when a business is simply just not going to do that for us, right? We got we to gotta be able to understand and tell when we are simply putting out more for this business than what they will ever do for us. We got to understand that we would simply never be anything more than just a good employee. <laughs> right? And if you want to go... If you want to go there, you can just say you, we will never, never be anything more than just a good boy. Now, even businesses like mine, well, the one that I work for, it ain't my business. Let me put it that way. The one that I work for, even if they don't have any type of racist, outwardly just racist, the viewpoints, mindsets, whatever, like you, you, these people typically mean well. They typically, for the most part, treat you with respect. Everybody with respect. They don't, they don't, there's no, at least there's, there's no uh, outwardly obvious animosity toward a black person or someone else. Just because things seem cool and they might be does not mean that there isn't any type of... That does not mean that the business doesn't secretly have 
the image that the, the 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 like when they imagine themselves, right? When they view themselves, they don't have this idea of this is who we want to represent our brand, right? Because I can tell you right now, the other black folks that I've seen work <laughs> within this business tend to be warehouse workers, right? Now me. <sighs> I'm kind of I'm kind of in the midst of both where I'm in a warehouse but I'm also not in a warehouse. Right? But I'm one of the very few black folks that I've seen personally that was teetering both, right? The majority of us, especially black men, the majority of us are within the warehouses, right? Where the truck drivers, where the warehouse workers, which is fine. You know, them, them, them cats make money, you know? So, you know, and if they're feeding their families and they're taking care of business, that's what it is. But as far as a higher up, a higher position, what I'm taking note is you got this white guy who just simply showed up and he and it's not because and I'm not saying oh you know he he's a white guy he got to be because there's been plenty of white boys that didn't left I've been at the job for a year now myself right plenty of white boys plenty of white women but plenty of white boys who came around and didn't even last right either guy let go within the within the, the the first month of they when they started or whatever the case is they didn't put in the work so i'm not accusing this job of just saying they're just simply just going to give all the the higher positions to any white guy that walks in no you still got to put in the work you still got to show that you're worth this offer but what i'm saying is there's clear there's clearly somebody who has shown, not just with longevity, but with the work ethic, ethic as well. There's somebody who has shown that he is more deserving of even an offer to go head up a different project or go head up whatever at a different state or just a promotion in general, right? He has been proven that. He's been shown that. Like I said, not just with longevity, but with his work ethic. And it's not just me saying that just because he's a black man. It is It is the, the white women who are in charge who say that. It's the white men who are in charge who say that. It's the other people in charge, other, other employees who aren't in charge, white, black, or not, who say the same thing. It ain't just me. It ain't just me sticking up for a black man, right? It ain't got nothing to do with that. All right? Or at least not that much. <laughs> it's got everything to do with this person actually deserves the promotion, a promotion more than this white guy who doesn't even want a promotion. Who at least was respectable and honest enough to just say, listen, I don't want this. Like, I, I appreciate the offer, but no, nah, I'm not even interested in it. This, this is just a job for me for right now until I start my next one in May. 
<laughs> you know? And then he's got something lined up even after that job. So he's got he's he's got his whole and that's great. He's got his whole future 2023 planned out and set in stone already. And I pray to God that it goes the way that he wants it to go. But I don't mean that I'm going to sit around and not acknowledge the fact that this man is yet another example of a white man who can simply just show up, not be raggedy, <laughs> and get a get a higher job offer, get 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 the opportunity to get more money. Whereas black folks have to go go to school. Go go put in work, got to do this, got to do all this other stuff, got to show up, got to show out, got to go above and beyond and still. That is seemingly seemingly not enough compared to a white man who just simply showed up for a couple of weeks and is doing a good job. Right now, compared to a black man who's been doing what that white man has been doing for over a year now. Y'all can get get on here. Y'all can complain. Y'all can say, oh, you're just, you're just, you're just, uh, you're making excuses. Or maybe it's this. Or maybe I'm not here to argue with any of you clowns about that. What this message is to and what this is about is to black men. I want us to acknowledge that. I want us to acknowledge that within our own jobs, within your own life. If you don't learn from this situation, that this real life situation that I'm telling you, that I've witnessed, I want you, want you to acknowledge and just look and think. Like I said, if y'all don't do anything else when it comes to listening to this podcast... Just think about whatever I said. Think about it. Even if it's just for five minutes. Think about whatever I said and apply that to your life. Some way, somehow. Think about what you're doing at your job. You might be in a situation like like this black man where you've been at this jo- your job for some time, right? Or even longer than somebody else, right? You've been at this job. You've been doing great. Yeah, people might acknowledge that you've been doing great, but it's just being, you're, you're just being showered with compliments. You ain't been getting raises or whatever. Hell, even I got a raise. Now, now, now as far as a higher position, no. But raise, as in money, more money paid, yeah. Yeah, that came with it, you know, but you've been at this job, you've, you, uh, been doing your thing, you've been showered with compliments, but you haven't been getting a higher position, or you may not even have been getting a a money raise in general, right? Somebody new shows up, whether it be a white man, white woman, someone non-black, they show up, they either have the same level of education as you or they don't have the same level as in 
They probably just have a high school diploma, right? They have that, right? They don't really, they didn't even have the experience that you had. Again, you've been at this job for whatever time you had. And plus, they didn't have the experience even at all prior. They just, they had to learn from you or they had to learn from a good fellow like me. But nah, they had to learn from somebody who's had the experience. And now since they learned that, from the great teacher, <laughs> you know, um, they, they're doing a good job and you see them getting offers for raises and all this other stuff that you likely deserve you or somebody else who's been there longer. Again, who's more experienced, who's also been doing a good job deserve. And yet, being overlooked, right? Now, I'm not saying that when these situations happen, it's always automatically white privilege, racism, blah, 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 and all that. Uh, it could be a timing thing. People like to shit on timing, right? Part of my language, but people like to ish on timing and stuff like that. I was watching a video earlier uh, before I hit play. Uh, some guy was on some podcast or whatever. He, 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 I don't know. He was just he was just crapping on timing, right? And I get what he was saying, but timing is a real thing as well. Some things may not be meant for you right now, and that's okay. That doesn't mean give up. That does not mean sit around and wait. But it simply just means that Whatever is meant for you is not going to happen at this moment right now. That black man that I'm talking about may get his moment at this job. He might get that offer. I don't know. We go back in tomorrow morning. By the time you're listening to this episode, I'll be already at work. Maybe the new guy will get the news, right? Anything could happen. It could be tomorrow. It could be a month from now. It could be whatever, right? Point is, if it if it is meant for him to get something at this job, it'll happen when it happens. Like I said, I was uh, my advice to him is the advice for you. Don't hold your head on it, though. Don't hold your hat on it. Black man, do what is best for you. If you have to leave a place to focus on what whatever you want to focus on or to even go elsewhere that you feel as though you'd be more appreciated or you whatever, do that. Don't try to dedicate yourself to a business who... If they would have made it early, clearer earlier that they really, really value you, you value you and want you there, they would have done it earlier. They should have done it earlier. Because again, if you could do it for some white guy who just showed up two, three weeks ago and already offer him a higher position, you could most definitely do it for the black guy who's been there for over a year now. And has been doing more than a white guy and been doing great as well. Who's been showing up and showing out. 
So I don't want to hear. I wouldn't. I won't want to hear nothing about. But. But this. But that. But nah. How can you explain at this moment in time? What's the difference? If anybody want to get in that debate, how can one explain? Well, they did it for him because, or they gave him the offer because of this. Whatever imaginary situation you want to, you want to attach imaginary reason you want to attach as to why this man got the offer before somebody who was, who is not was who is more than qualified for said promotions. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear that because it's all just going to be a bunch of uh, tap dancing BS to escape from what you really know is the truth. White folks know it. White folks know what they're doing. They just love acting clueless. But I'm here to tell you, black man, don't be clueless. Don't act clueless and don't try to ignore the truth. The truth is you got to look out for yourself. Same for black women in these positions. Stop putting yourself in a position to where you're going to make yourself look foolish for these jobs who don't give a damn about you. It's really that simple. And that's all I got to say. And that would be the end of this episode of the Earnest Thoughts podcast. Like I said, just think about what I had to say. Think about what I had to say. Thank you for listening. If you've listened, timestamps in the description box below as well. Go ahead and rewind if you want to, if there was something I said um, in either topic that resonated with you and you wanted to listen back again. And of course, you can just play the episode again. I mean, it's, you can do that. <laughs> you know, check out the links in the description box below as well. Also, I have a an ebook ready for pre-sale right now. That will be in the link in the description box below. That's what I've been focusing on more so just with anything really is my writing because that's what I want to do, you know? Podcasting is cool, all the other stuff is cool, having a job is cool, but writing is my passion and hence why I don't give a damn if I get a promotion at this business or not. But also, it's a passion of mine. But again, like I was saying, I do have a book out right now. It's available for pre-sale. It, the, the actual universal release will be March 10th. But you can order it right now for a lesser price for 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 a dollar off basically you can order right now for 99 cent you can if you order it now you can order it you can read it all that other stuff it is called stories to read while sailing the deep blue sea link in the description box below check that out if you want to do some nice reading it's a it's a it's a short story or short stories three Different short stories, a collection of short stories that I've written 
I'm telling you right now, they're not the best stories or whatever. These were these. This is stuff I actually did for like a school assignment, right? So it's not my super serious writing projects. Obviously, those are longer. Obviously, they're going to cost more money, and obviously, they're going to be better. But nonetheless, it's still there, right? It's it's a nice appetizer for those who are waiting for my more serious stuff. I'm also at the moment for anyone looking for some more updates about my writing, if that's if you're interested in that. I am currently working on uh, the re-releasing of my two of my first two books. Right, this book here, this ebook, is actually my third release book. I guess third release of any type of book, right? But I'm working on a re-release of my first two books. Those are longer projects, obviously. Those are going to cost more money. Those are better stories, or at least the one that is a story. The other one is a satire, relationship advice uh, type book. I'll, again, I'll detail more about that when those books are out. But right now, stories to read while selling a deep blue sea is you can you can pre-order it, get that. Get yourself, get your yellow e-copy and then get yourself a little, I don't think I'm going to make physicals for that, but if someone wants to uh, have a little physical copy of that, I can make that happen as well. But again, March 10th is when the pre-sales end before the 99 cent price increases back up to $1.99. So... You can wait till March 10th to read it, or you can get it now. The choice is yours. That will be linked in the description box below as well. Check out the other links. Get your Earnest Thoughts podcast merch. Check out the other things that I got going on as well. I'll make more announcements as far as my writing projects go and anything else related to that. My Medium blog is in the description box below, so if you want to if you don't want to constantly wait until I drop a project to read what I got to say, check out the Medium blog in the description box below. That'll be it. That'll be it. Till next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black children matter. And I'm out. Peace.